You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. How much time till we're on? I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Well, no, Badge, you've got Sats and Jace here tonight. Welcome to it, a Thursday night edition. Hello, Scott Satmar. Hey, Woogie, and also listeners. Um, I'm really looking forward to our interview tonight. Uh, we've got with Adam Collins, who's part of the SEN team, uh, the cricket call, and mm-hmm. the test match is starting on Saturday, Australia versus South Africa. And I have to say I'm a lot more excited about this series than I am against the the Windies. I expected more from the Windies, but I was disappointed and uh, but South Africa, they are formidable. Well, in with the every ball, aspect. with the oh, not with the bat. They're, they're, they're... Well, they trust their bowling to decimate the opposition. Yeah, but when and, you... and do enough with the bat, you've got a pretty strong batting lineup that you're bowling mm. to in the Aussies. The Aussies just need to post a good score and they'll win. They'll they'll knock they'll knock South Africa over, not cheaply like the Windies. They'll put up more resistance and score more runs, but. Yeah, their batting lineups, their weakness. I think, you're, I what... think you're downplaying the South African side. No, I'm not. I, I my outstanding bowling attack. If they can get through and put us under pressure, well, I can't remember last time our test, our test batting lineup was put up and any pressure. Oh, Pakistan, that was pretty tough. But anyway, we'll talk to Colo and see what he has to say about that a little later on. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, uh, our SCN stations, eleven seventy in Sydney. They're getting ready for their uh, Christmas party. Uh, tonight. Oh, really? Yeah, I wonder if they're allowed to stay any longer than I was. I was dragged out of mine and hijacked. Out of the whole team. At its, after three hours. Out of all our colleagues in Sydney, yeah, who's, who'd, be, who'd be the most boring member at a staff at a Christmas party? Jeez, that's Wouldn't t- be Fletch. No. I don't know. Jeez, um, that's a tough one. Well, you're talking about on air. On air people? Nathan Brooks. Oh, the producer? Yeah. Yeah. It, it wouldn't, like be, wouldn't be Gibbo. No, he's mad. He'd get kicked out. What about Jez? Everyone's everyone's got that that one person in their office that has the ability yeah. to just break out once a year and that's at the Christmas party. Yeah, I thought that it was gonna be person. you at ours last week, but that didn't happen. No. You stayed boring. You stayed true to yourself. Yeah, in public. I was in public, so I wasn't in a safe environment. Uh, SCNQ, our listeners through 6.93am. Um, the person who outlasted, the Energizer Bunny from the SCNQ team in Brisbane is Ian Healy. Well, he's a, he just he's keeps a, going. Well, he's tried and tested. He's a tourist. He's used to going for days. <laughs> he's a messy drunk too, isn't he? Oh, Drink he's responsibly, so he's everyone, so, yes. but he is messy. And behave yourselves at your Christmas parties. Can we I, know what can go wrong. Now, listeners, yeah, he's one of our great cricket players and one of our great characters as well. You know, Court Healy, Bold Warren, Court yep. Healy, Bold McGrath. You know, we, we saw that for so many years. 
And he is so giving with his time to people in the public. I saw him at one stage at our Christmas party. Ian Healy, you know, arguably one of our greatest, if not our greatest, wicketkeeper of all time, just for pure keeping skills. Yeah. And I, I saw him teaching these young guys in the public bar just how you know, you've got to get down low and you've got to rise with the ball and then you've got <laughs> to sway. With his dodgy and, fingers. <laughs> he's he's got fingers guy. like a witch, yeah. hasn't he? <laughs> he's a great guy. <laughs> he is. Great guy. He's one of the best human beings on the planet. Uh, hello to our listeners through uh, SEN uh, 1620 AM on the Gold Coast, 1323 AM in Canberra. And those listening through the SEN app, you can download that if you're not. Uh, from the App Store or from Google Play. And if you're listening to the podcast a little later on tonight, you will be happy to know that Scott Sattler's going to make an effort uh, with the last laugh tonight. In fact, uh, one of our smartest listeners, Steve from Dubbo, said, uh, suggested last night after the joke, I don't know whether you saw it, Sats, because you run out the door straight away. He actually said, and I quote, it's time you took a spell, give Jack a run with the last laugh. That shan't be happening. I reckon we should because I think there's some good content in that. Okay. Okay. Because well, Jack's not incredibly funny, is he? Well, I find him funny. He's articulate funny. Yeah, but that'll go over our listeners' heads. True. Mm, True. So Probably I think, like Daniel from Prairiewood. He's very intelligent. Yeah, he's, so Daniel will get it. Yep. Daniel will chuckle. Adrian won't. Oh, Adrian, please. <laughs> Straight over his head. He's an accountant. <laughs> You can get involved in the show anytime, 0457 736 736. Actually, I saw Adrian was on uh, the Professor's show before us today on SCN. He called up, did he? He brings every show. Mm. Well, he loves his sport. No, he loves to annoy the crap out of people. Well, he polarises a lot of people, but I I think he loves wearing that badge. Good on him. Hello to our WAC pack. In Adrian, Glenn, and Danger, if yep. you are listening. They'll feature in our Christmas special on Christmas Day too. Mm. You turn that bit off. You don't have to listen to that bit. So it's uh, <laughs> three good segments out of four is not bad, I say. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, TikTok, Badge Sats, SEN. Make sure you do. I'm loving TikTok. I found out today you can watch stuff live on TikTok. There was a video. People, I don't understand. There was someone in New York at a pizza shop with – doing like 12 pizzas, and then the next minute, I did watch that for an hour, uh, and then the next minute the, I'm looking at a building site somewhere in the world, people just working. W- w- why would people want to watch a building site? Which oh, is guys O-H-N-S. getting around in high... I, uh, Might be OH&S. I don't know. 0457 736 736 if you want to get involved in the show via the text or 1300 01 1170. Greatest sporting moments of 2022. Tonight's that's... He's a rugby-related, rugby league-related. There's a lot of rugby league big moments this year. Uh, there was one in Origin. Um, there was a couple in the finals that come to memory. What There was a couple of milestones as well. Yeah, I'd be interested. Who picked this? Uh, Jack and I had a discussion okay, about cool. this. There's yep. one I'm trying to block. Yep. But this one we agree on. Okay. All right? Oh, yeah. I think you know the one I'm trying to block. I don't – well, I've got, I've got absolutely no right. idea. Um, it – it's Thursday. You know what that means? It's Fun Fact Thursday. Fun Fact Thursday. It's Fun Fact Thursday. How much fun can you have on a Thursday? So much fun on a Thursday. Fun Fact Thursday. See, even you stick your head in your hands when you hear it's that. It's embarrassing. For those who are new I'm listeners. Embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for Badge and Jack and Matt 
and you who put those voices together. That's what I'm embarrassed for. I'm embarrassed for our listeners who know that this is a crap segment. So I go away on holidays for three weeks. I come back, and this is what I come back to. Fun back Thursday. Which is sats. Because we like to be creative. You don't. Fun fact Thursday. Give us one. Fruit Loops mm. are all the same flavour. How much fun can you have on a Thursday? Did you know that? No. See, I don't like Fruit Loops. I think they're the most overrated cereal of all time. I don't think they're rated, are they? Are uh, rated. I don't think they, they are. <laughs> Why they are rated? I don't know. Now, Fruit Loops are all the same flavour. I didn't know that, but I So asked, are Cocoa Pops. I asked a couple of people today who have grown up with Fruit Loops, and they didn't know that. So that's a fun fact for Thursday. Who did you ask? couple of my mates, same age demographic, who grew up eating, eating Fruit Loops. Never. Oh, Stable I, diet. I think know? I had Fruit Loops once. Yeah, don't like them. Cocoa Pops, if, if I'm going to have a treat at breakfast time, mm. it's Cocoa Pops. Because it's, it's like two meals, mate. You get the crunchiness, and then afterwards you get a free chocolate milkshake. Yeah. Only crunchy. I know. <laughs> Is that not the best cereal? Yeah. I, Cocoa Pops are in the top three. Take complete nutrition out of the I oh, know. Don't worry equation. about that. Okay, don't worry about that. Yeah. Can you remember Frosty Flakes? No. Wow. Frosty Flakes were like a corn flake. But just, oh, the sugar on them? Just so much sugar on them. It was ridiculous. But, God, they were nice. Neutral Gain's got to be in the top three. Neutral Gain? What's a, what's a gain? <laughs> I'm struggling. I've been up since. I'm telling I'm moving Are out. Are you having a seizure? I am. I'm moving out. <laughs> I'm over my animals. Don't get back on your animals. Mate, the cats are waking me up at three in the morning and I can't Have get back to sleep. Have you still got that ringworm? <laughs> Seriously? Can so- no, no, I don't want advice on how to deal with my cats. All mm. right, I won't take advice on that. Uh, neutral grain is in the top three. What else? See, I like a good old-fashioned cornflake. But see, when I was growing up, I used to put sugar on them. Well, that's Frosty's. Well, that was a cheap person. As a, we weren't, we didn't have any money growing up, and we used to get the poor wheat bix, uh, the poor cornflakes as well. Yeah, the cocoa pops are definitely in the top three. Oh, yeah. Definitely, right. stable part of a lot of kids' diets. Steve reckons his family's full of Fruit Loops. Now, you mentioned the uh, the great sporting moments of twenty twenty two. I don't know what it is at the moment, um, and they're not in any particular order. Uh, but 576, Mike says Murray Tuolungi is arguably the rugby league pass of the century. That was mm. an amazing pass. Was that in, that mm. was in Magic Round, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Magic Round, going it over was. that Western touchline. Hey, uh, also tonight, I like, oh, look, if you've got a fun fact for us, send it through 0457 736 736. Uh, the Raw have compiled uh, what they believe is the best second rowers. In 25 years of NRL thoughts. You've got to remember 25 years of the NRL this year. That's incredible, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, 1998 was the first year of the NRL after the Super League and both uh, both bodies came together. Steve Mascord. Yeah, we should get Jesus on next week. Steve Mascord has, I believe, one of the best insights yep. around that period in 1995 through to 97, that Super League and ARL, ARL war and... And when it came back together in 1998, you're going to try and get him on, aren't we? We're going to try and get him on. Yeah, we'll get him on Monday. Yep. He, actually, I think they're having a reunion on the northern beaches of Sydney because didn't they all meet at a restaurant, like a Chinese restaurant or something there, and 
and, and where they, it all came back together. Where it all came back together. I'm sure Masco told us that when we spoke to him in the UK. Mm, okay. Let's get him on Monday night and have a chat to him. He's one of the best minds in rugby league. So and probably got the most amount of frequent flyers. Yes, any he has. journalist in the world. Twenty five years of the NRL, and yeah, the Raw, which is an independent publication, very good read if um, if you're a sports lover. They've compiled, as you said, Woogie, 25 years, the best second rowers. Now, top 10, and I've, what I, the way I like to look at it is, and I'd like to get your, your opinion on this, listeners, 0457 736 736. Did they win a comp? And did they win an individual award, like a, a Dally M player of the year or a Dally M positional? Did they dominate at rep level? And did they change the way some of the opposition teams played against them? And did they dominate that position for a long period of time? Let's say around seven years. Okay. Five to seven years. And they're just second rowers. Just second rowers. The old school, school number 11, number 12. Okay. So number 10, Adrian Morley. I think he's too low. I think he's got to be higher. He played a lot in the front row as well, but he was a frightening figure. But one of the great Pommy players to come to Australia. Number nine, Craig Fitzgibbon. Played in the 99 grand final, 2000, 2002, 2003, 2004. Played a lot of rep. Played Clive Churchill medalist, 2002, when they won. Mm. Semi-Thiday. Played a lot of origins for, for Queensland. 300 gamer as well. Luke Lewis, another 300 gamer. Started on the wing. Went into the <laughs> back row. Uh, he's number seven. This man, Ben Kennedy, he came over from Rugby Union when he, was in, when he went to Canberra. And... Uh, had a lot of success when he went to the the Knights. They won the comp in 2001. Went to Manly. Mm. They won another comp when mm. he was there as well. Mm. Number five, Sonny Bill Williams. Yeah, changed Yeah, changed the way a lot of players prepare, actually, for games. Is that a little high or a little low, I should say? A little low. Well, yeah, possibly. I think a lot of people feel as though that he, because he left the, he left the game and came, came back. back. Yeah. Boyd Cordner, number oh, yeah. four. Yep. Sapped every little bit of talent he had out of his career. He was a tremendous competitor. Steve I think, he should, I think he should be higher. Really? I, Above I, four? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Cordner should be higher. Steve Menzies, 300-gamer, the most prolific try scorer in, in forwards history. Uh, number two, Nathan Hindmarsh. Too high for me. Another 300-gamer. Uh, one club, two grand finals, a lot of state of origins and test matches as well. Um, do you, do you, had a massive engine on him as well. You reckon he's number two? Oh, see, I'd have Cordner at two before. I think before Ben Kennedy at six is too low. Because I'm just thinking, Boyd Cordner had a lot of success, and we all know, <laughs> you know, famously, that Hindy never won a premiership. Yeah, Cordner had so much success. One captain comps. his state, yeah. captain his country. Yep, won comps. Number one, probably no argument here. No. Gordy Tallis. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Ferocious he was, and um, changed the way you played against him. That's what the great players do. They either change the rules, yep. or they change the way that you prepare when you play against them. So yeah, that's that's the top ten from the raw. And I, I, I'm just trying to think: has anyone missed out? Yeah, don't, don't worry about so much about the order. I mean, you might want want to put your two bobs worth in about the order, but ha, yeah, is there someone? And we've fracked our brains. Nineteen ninety-eight onwards. Yeah, we've fracked our brains, and we can't think of. See, I. I am. There's no modern day players on there. No, there's not. Because you say, I think you got to dominate for a, a, a long period of time. So well, there's players. Minimum five to seven years. Well, dominate that position. There's and, some around. Yeah, there are plenty around. 
So tell us, 0457 736 736. Has anyone been left off that, that list of best second rows in the last 25 years? Well, yeah, 0457 736 736. Or call us if you like, 1300 01 uh, 1170. Steve from Dubbo, evening, fellas. Finish the week off with a big show. Bring it home, boys. Gee, what an inspirational chat. Well, he's always got really nice things to stay, say after the show as well. Steve. Um, which reminds me of something you wanted to mention as well about a um, a head coach who's probably not as inspirational. Who's that? You remember we're talking about I don't want to I don't want to name names, mm-hmm. but it wasn't very kind to his assistant coaches. Am I naming this person? No, I wouldn't. Okay. Because I don't think it's common knowledge. Isn't it? I don't think so. Rugby or rugby league? Rugby. Eddie Jones. No, so we're not meant to name him. Well, we're not going to... We can't not, tell the story now. I can tell the story. No. Oh, okay. Has it been cleared? Yeah. Is this a... Yeah, okay. So you're talking about Eddie Jones. <laughs> the one and, you're telling me in the office. Yeah, Eddie Jones, one of his... Now, this was told by Stephen Donald, former okay. former All Black. Okay, so we can tell it. Yeah, it's, so, it's, it's Beaver's problem if, it's a, if so it comes of, back. Of course, he's lost his, he's lost his job, Eddie Jones, and um, there's some stories starting to evolve uh, out of um, his termination. <laughs> That from reports, there was a an assistant coach that uh, Eddie Jones uh, abused in front of the the playing group, which is a no no. You never do that to you. you never do that to your staff. And so after the session, he allegedly you know he apologised to the guy and said, "Listen, I'm I'm, I'm really enough. sorry that I did that in front of the in front of the group and it embarrasses you." And he actually had a uh, like you know butcher's paper and said, "Listen, I've I've bought you a couple of really nice." Uh, cut some meat. I want you to go home tonight and enjoy this on the barbie with, with your wife or your partner, whatever it may be. So, assistant coach goes home and <laughs> fires up the barbie and opens it up and sausages, <laughs> and then apparently re- received a text message saying, "You're not you're not the right cut of meat. You're not ready for this this sort of level of of coaching." And more That's or less saying, "You're not you're not a rump steak or an eye fillet. You're a you're a bunch of sausages." So wow. Yeah, good vote here. Nine eight four, top ten back rolls the last twenty five years. Sam Burgess. How is he left off the list? Yeah. How is he left off the list? Come on, Raw. Is it more than because he was a front row slash number thirteen? Well, uh, no. See, well, think, Adrian Morley's not made the list. See, I think a back rower is eleven, twelve, thirteen. That that's what yeah, I. Yeah, but think. we're talking about second rowers. Yeah, second rowers. Yeah. No, so there's, there's no there's maybe no Sam. Lock. He didn't spend a lot of time in the. Second row per se, but did Adrian Morley though? I I only remember Adrian Morley at prop. No, he played second row as well. Played a lot of second row actually. Craig from Maitland, Anthony Watmo should be in there. Good player, and he says uh, Boyd Cordner should be higher. Yes, Boyd Cordner fourth, and when you look at his record of premierships and like you said, successful state of origin captain as well. Here's one for you before we go to a break. Uh, Paul from Belrose. Got to get Glenn Stewart in there somewhere. Agree, Hindmarsh deserves to be in there, but way too high. Yeah, Paul, Glenn Stewart, they call him Gifty. He was one of the uh, the old school back rowers. Beautiful ball skills and um, tremendous player. Part of that really successful manly, manly period as well. Uh, I'm glad. So these are the ones we didn't think of, Sats. What about Gummidge from Perth? And thanks for joining in from Perth. 
have to have Jason Taumalolo in that list. Again, probably more oh. of a number 13, not a second rower. Yeah. Yeah, yeah got to be a second rower, yeah. Mm. All right, keep your suggestions for the best second rowers of the last 25 years. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And don't forget, you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. Queensland time.